Hello friends, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn, Lonesome Road Ministry, and we're getting ready to have Church on the Road. Hey, we're bringing a church to you right where you're at, in the cab. And we do it in a lot of different ways. We have a radio program, lonesomeroadradio.com. We have podcasts. We have CD ministry. We also have a telephone conference line. So log on to lonesomeroad.org for our podcast and to order some of our CDs. And if you'd like to listen in on our conference line, we get together every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Mountain Time, and 3 p.m. Pacific Time. Just dial this number, 727-731-5062. So buckle up and come right along with us. We're going to have Church on the Road. up I'm driving when the sun goes down the hum of 18 wheels Lord that's a lonely sound I spend all day chasing that old white line I've been on the road so long I've lost track of time now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have the white line fever to the day I gotta see I gotta look around I got diesel smoke rolling From two chrome stacks My address is 408-414 A big blue Mac Now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have the white line fever to the day Hey, that's a song that I wrote with a help, with a lot of help, from Dennis McKay down in Columbus, Mississippi. He's got a great studio, 115A down there, and he helped me put that together, and that's off of our Lonesome Road Volume 2 CD. And I found a secret to doing ministry, to doing anything worth doing is surround yourself by people that know what they're doing. <laughs> and that's what I've tried to do in this uh, ministry. And I've gotten a lot of help with uh, my songwriting. And here's another song that I wrote with a lot of help from my friends, Tom Caldwell and Songwriter Studio down in Nashville.
man you could rely on But it's hard to be that kind of man When you're on the road Oh, life on the road Is a lonely, lonely song choices that we make Sometimes the cost seems like more than we can take All I ever wanted was to be there for you But when I'm always gone It's so hard for me to do on the road Oh, life on the road is a lonely, lonely song you sing, it'll always make you cry. The love that we have known is a lonely life alone. Oh, it seems like all we're ever doing is saying goodbye. If I could have one wish, it would be. Turn back the hands of time So I could erase the pain I've caused From your mind If only I could make This dream come true If I could have it my way It would be me He's also a pastor of New Beginnings Church in Columbia City, Indiana, and God has laid a message on his heart tonight for the for all of us chaplains out there on the road. So go ahead there, Pastor Jeff Lewis. It's all yours. Thank, thank you, Gary, and God, thank you for the word that you've given me tonight. I'm going to speak. I'm going to read out of Psalms 86, and then I'm going to go to Matthew, and then I'm going to finish up in Little John. But... I I want you to understand the message I've got tonight is for every person that hears this word, but it's a lot of it. And when I get into Matthew, you'll understand it's, it's really for the chaplains out there and the drivers out there that don't declare themselves a chaplain, but are willing to spread God's word and hand out CDs because there is so much for us to do. And we need to do more. That's what God's calling us to do. So in Psalms 86, it says, Bow down thy ear, O Lord, hear me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my soul, for I am holy. O thou, my God, save thy servant that trust in thee. Be merciful unto me, O Lord, for I cry unto thee daily. Rejoice thy soul of thy servant, for unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. For thou, Lord, art good and ready 
to forgive and plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. Give ear, O Lord, unto my prayers and attend to the voice of my supplications. That's verse 1 through 6, and, and we call upon the Lord all the time. You don't have to think you have an emergency to call upon God. God wants to hear us all the time because serving God is, God doesn't want weekend visits. He wants full custody. He wants us seven days a week, 365 days a year. And I heard a pastor say one time, when you join the army of God, there is no being dismissed or let out. You're in God's army for the rest of this life, and then someday we'll spend eternity in heaven with him. God wants to hear us pray all the time, not just when we think we need something, but it's an ongoing thing. You can be driving down the road, and yes, I'm a truck driver, and I don't close my eyes when I'm praying. And that that has happened a couple of times. You stop and think about that. You, you got a habit of closing your eyes, but you keep your eyes open. You can pray while you're driving down the road. The Lord knows what's on your heart before you ask, but he still wants us to call upon him. And it's a daily thing. That's the first thing you should do when you wake up in the morning is thank God for the day. That's the last thing you should do before you go to bed at night. And all through that day, anytime you have the chance, you need to call upon the Lord. And we as workers for the Lord, chaplains, truck drivers that are trying to deliver the message, should be talking to the Father all the time. Yes, God knows where we're, that we were once sinners, but Jesus died on the cross to save us all for all of our sins. God will lead us out of darkness if we seek him but you must seek God it's not something that you can think about he wants you to call upon him God wants to hear us we can rejoice in the Lord all the time and I honestly believe when you start a prayer you should thank God for what's going on for what he's doing for you he's he's brought me through so many difficult times and I thank him every day Prayer is the greatest bulwark of the Christian. Sadly, few engage in it. Some people think if they spend 30 seconds praying, they took a lot of time. But you never get enough time in with God. And bulwark, that what that means, it's a wall of defense. It's a protection. And we need that protection from God, just like when the chaplain opened the prayer. He asked for that hedge of salvation, that hedge around us to keep us safe while we're out here doing God's work. We need to be busy about God's work. And that's where the chaplains are coming in. And the people that fill up the truck stops hand out CDs and you know, a lot of people say, well, I like to hand them out, but I never see anything. If you've listened to that new CD that Joe Arview's got out, I Decided to Follow Jesus, there's a lot in there about you'll never see the harvest, but it don't make any difference. If you spread the word with God to someone else for God, and there's a harvest comes out of it, God's going to bless you for it. And that's, you know, I've handed out CDs, and I still hand them out, and I may never see that driver again. But it doesn't make any difference. I planted the seed. And that is something we really, really need to work hard on. And I've had drivers say, I don't want your CD. That's fine. I won't argue with them. There's no reason to. If you got your Bible and you want to look in the book of Matthew, I'm in the ninth chapter. And I'm going to go to the 35th through the 38th verse. And verse 35 says, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in the synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved 
with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the labors are few. Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, shall he willingly send forth labors into the harvest. Stop and look at what Jesus is doing. He's explaining the truth. He's preaching the gospel. And there's a lot of people out here that want to talk about Jesus, but they don't want to spread the truth. They want to spread what they think's right. And if you're not sure what somebody's telling you, you've, you've got a Bible that will tell you the truth. The Bible does not lie. God's word is true. It always has been, always will be. And that's something we can stand on. Preaching, teaching, and healing are the Gospels. We come as chaplains on the road to minister to people that are lost. And we need to be more busy about God's business because I've heard a lot of preachers say it, and I believe it, that we're standing on the threshold of Jesus Christ returning. And if we can manage through our day's work to find one person in a whole year to accept Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior, we've done what we're trying to do. We'd like to find more, and you will, and maybe the person you pass something on to will pass it on, and it'll continually grow. It's just like Tony Mack. He's no longer here, but his word still carries on. And it's still going on as strong today as it was the first time I ever heard that story. So we need to be busy about God's business. Verse 36 says, But he saw the multitude, and he was moved with compassion on them, because they faint and were scattered abroad as sheep, having no shepherd. There's so many people in this world today that are lost because they don't have anybody to lead them. You might be that person that can lead that person to the Lord. At least plant the seed and get them started. We don't have to do it all, but God wants us to get busy and do His what he's called us to do. Some people have the ability to just walk up and talk to strangers, as I do. I spent 27 years in law enforcement. It's not hard for me to talk to people. I've been driving a truck for 20 years. I can talk to anybody, anyplace. But some people don't have that capability. But if you let God be the one that's the spokesman, it makes it easier. And that if you're having a problem doing that, let the Father lead you. Call upon him. Call upon God to do what he wants you to do. He'll show you, and the first time it's tough. And and a great little saying is, I love to tell people, I'll check out someplace at a truck stop or something, and I'll tell people, doesn't matter where you go or what you do, God will always be there with you. Little things like that that you say to people plants a seed in their mind. I can't believe somebody said that to me. And and just keep going on with it. Verse 37 in Matthew says, Then said he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the labors are few. Just as today, there are many people who think they have God, but do they really have God, or are they just pretending? Like I said earlier, doing God's work isn't a Sunday morning affair. It's seven days a week. And we as chaplains and pastors and and ministers of, of the gospel should be stronger with that than anybody. You've got time to do the things you want to do. You should have time to do the things God's calling you to do. That's the most important thing. Then said he to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the labors are few. There's so many people out there that are lost. 
I go to Walmart on Sunday morning and stop and pick up donuts, and Walmart's got a lot of people in it, but the church doesn't. We need to get people back into the church because God wants us to commune together. He wants us to fellowship together. And that fellowship that we have in church is a blessing. I enjoy going to church early, sitting around coffee and drinking and talking. And, and you know, I, I enjoy that. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to fellowship with one another. And if someone comes in and there's a problem, we can help them and pray for them and, and help them through that. That's what we need to be busy about. And it doesn't matter whether it's in the church house or it's on the road. There's people out there that are calling for us. Are we paying attention to what they're saying? The labors are few, but the harvest is plenty. Verse 38 says, Praise ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth labors into the harvest. Jesus Christ is the Lord of the harvest. But he has called us to be the labors for him. Jesus wants us to go out and find people that are hurting and lost. This is the way we should live our lives. Some people say, I can't just talk. But if you live Monday through Saturday as somebody that don't care and go to church on Sunday morning, you're not fulfilling what God's wanting you to do. If you're out there seven days a week walking for God, talking for God, and living that way, people will notice it. If you have the opportunity to say something for Jesus, you should say it. Don't think that you're going to offend somebody. If you do, just walk away. You may not see the harvest, But plant the seed, because we have to call. And if if we miss something, you know, and stop and look at it like this: if somebody missed your child, if it was your child that wasn't saved and they miss them, if some preacher didn't preach the right message, you'd feel sad. But that person out there is somebody's child and we need to spread the gospel more than we ever have before i'm going to go to the book of first john and i'm going to be in chapter one i'm going to read verse six through ten and this is something that we need to really look upon verse six says if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleansed us from all sins. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Verse 6 says, If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. If we say that we have salvation, while at the same time walk in darkness, We are liars. We can't be that way. When you stand for God, you have to stand for the truth all the time. Not part of the time, all the time. God doesn't lie as a sin. If you make a mistake, all you have to do is repent. If you're a born-again Christian, and I'm a born-again Christian, but if I make a mistake, if I sin, Then I stop and I repent and the Holy Spirit, most of the time before I do something real bad, tells me, you better think before you do it. And that's what we need to look at. Verse number seven says, but if we walk in the light 
As he is the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleansed us from our sins. We must walk in that light, which is Jesus Christ. He is the light of the world. There is no other light that we need but Jesus Christ. Verse 8 says, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. You must stop and look at this very close. The sin nature is always around. There's always something. It's it's just like when you get on the computer and there's all kinds of pictures come up. If if you're looking at that and you're lusting for it, it's sin. And we don't need to do that. Get rid of it. Get away from it. How often do you pick up things that you shouldn't and then later on you think, I made a mistake. I sinned. Repent and move on. But every time you move on and get away from that, you should think very carefully not to do it again. If we look at this, we will repent and move on. Verse 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. God will forgive all. You must confess your sins. You don't have to come to me. You don't have to call Gary Rayburn and confess your sins. Go to Jesus Christ. He paid the price that you owe. It's a debt he didn't owe, but he paid it. We owe it. We can't pay it. We don't have to. He paid it for us. God will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. All you have to do is ask. God doesn't make it hard. We do. If you call upon the Father, he will take care of what you need to do. And verse 10 says, if we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. We must not make God a liar. That's one thing God can't do. He can't lie. Never has, never will. God's word is true and that he will not change. We must keep our faith in Jesus Christ and what he done for us on the cross. Brothers and sisters, if you would like to see a true miracle, just go look in the mirror because you are a miracle from God. If you are a true born-again believer in Jesus Christ, then you are that miracle. And I thank God for all that he's doing in our lives today. I thank him for Lonesome Road Ministry and all the ministries that are connected to it. It's a great organization. I enjoy it. And there's a lot of people I've met through the years. And that's my message for tonight. But before we go any further, I want to close my message with prayer. Divine Heavenly Father, we come to you today. We thank you for this opportunity to spread your gospel. And Father, I ask that you reach each and every person that's listening to this right now, the ones that will listen to it later. And Father, if there's one of them that needs a prayer, let them call upon you. Let them call Brother Gary. Let them call me. My number will be available. And Father, we'll walk them through the sinner's prayer. If there's someone that hears this message tonight and has questions, let them call. I know that we're always available, and Father, we thank you for this opportunity. And I praise you that I was able to deliver this message that you prepared. And I ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Sure is good to serve you, Lord. I know the battle will be won. My love for you is just as strong as the day that it begun. I remember when you saved me and melted this heart of stone. You promised to be with me. I'll never walk alone. When you smile upon 
great job of encouraging us and, and how important. And, and we don't we don't always hear the feedback that Gary hears <laughs> when we plant these seeds, but um, we still do it. When we get to heaven, we'll hear uh, the testimonies of how those gospel messages in whatever form that we put it out there, uh, how they reproduced and saved people's entire families. And uh, that's just, we got to just keep doing it. Uh, our brother Bruce Phelps, I don't know if he's on the line, but he just left and dropped cases off to uh, Sister Lillian, a chaplain out in Missouri, dropped off stuff in Kansas, and another brother that's just uh, on fire for uh, sharing that gospel. He's been on a long road trip, but just I thank all the partners that we co-labor together with to to get the gospel out there. So that's my two cents. Thank you again, Pastor Jeff, for your message. Thank you. He's my rock and my sword, my shield. He's a wheel in the middle of the wheel. Can I get a witness? Tell me, can I get a witness? He's the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star. Can I get a witness? Check out our website. See what's going on right here at Lonesome Road Ministry. We got a lot of material that will help you out there on that old Lonesome Road. Hey, I got a scripture here I want to share with you. It's found in James chapter uh, 1, and it's verse 12. And it says, Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life which God has promised to those who love him. You know, God has a purpose and God has a plan for each and every one of our lives. No matter what you're going through, no matter what you've been through, 
No matter where you're going, God has a plan for you. And we need to be steadfast and keep our eyes on God all through the trials and tribulations that we find ourselves in. No matter what you're going through right now, driver, you may be ready to give up and you may be ready to quit. But God says he's got a plan for your life. Let me share a little story with you about this guy by the name of Jesse. And you'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, I use Facebook a lot to advertise Lonesome Road Ministry, to advertise our radio programs, to advertise our CD program, and to uh, put a positive spin on things that are going on around this country. And I just love it when you find good stuff on Facebook. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff on there. And if you look for the bad stuff, you'll find it. But if you look for the good stuff, there's some really good stuff on Facebook. And I found this about this guy by the name of Jesse growing up. Let me share this story with you about Jesse. Jesse's mother was 40 years old when he was born. Jesse grew up in a very rough home in Morgantown, West Virginia. Jesse's father was violent and abusive to Jesse. At 13... His father died, leaving his mother to care for him and his brothers. No matter how rough it was growing up for them, things just got rougher because now his mother was having to support and raise Jesse and his, and his brothers. And Jesse thought about giving up. He didn't think life held much hope for him. But while Jesse had his struggles, Jesse also had some dreams. He wanted to be a ventriloquist, and he found books on ventriloquism, and he practiced with sock puppets and saved his money until he could get a real ventriloquist dummy. When he was old enough, he joined the military. Now, the military recognized his talents and placed him in the entertainment corps. He served in the Army during World War II, and toured the Western Pacific Islands as a comedian as part of, the, of a GI variety show called Stars and Gripes. It was there he was able to share his talents with his fellow soldiers. In 1946, he was discharged with the rank of technician grade 5. During his military service, Jesse was awarded the World War II Victory Medal the Philippines Liberation Medal, the Asiatic Pacific Campaign Medal with four bronze service stars, Army Good Conduct Medal, Marksman Badge with an M1 carbine, and Honorable Service lapel pin. Through his military service, Jesse gained confidence and found that he had talent for making people laugh. Despite his early struggles, Jesse became one of the most loved characters of all time. For it was Jesse, Jesse Don Knotts, who brought us Barney Fife. So you see, he overcame all the obstacles of things that were trying to drag him back and pull him down and take him out, just like the devil has come to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus came to give us life and life more abundant. There was an abundant life for Don Knotts when he became Barney Fife, and everybody across this country knows about Barney and his one bullet. But he was really an expert with a carbine rifle. So friends, no matter what's going on with you, don't give up, don't quit, you gotta persevere, and you gotta keep searching and reaching for that prize that Jesus has for you, and he will see you through. In Galatians 6, 9, it says, let us not grow weary of doing good. In due season, we will reap if we do not give up. Don't give up. Don't quit. Keep on persevering and watch what God can do in your life if you will just turn it over to him and surrender your life completely and totally to him. Let me share a couple more scriptures with you real quick. Hebrews 12, 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, 
let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that he has set before us. In 1 Chronicles uh, 16, 11, it says, Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. And 2 Thessalonians 3.13 says, As for you, brothers, do not grow weary in doing good. So don't give up. Don't quit. Keep on doing what God has called you to do and watch him turn those stumbling blocks that Satan is throwing at you into stepping stones and he will raise you up higher than you ever thought or dreamed possible if you will just persevere. Don't quit. Don't give up. Keep on keeping on and watch what God does in your life. Lord, Lord, I hear you call. I hear your knock at my door. Come on in and ease my pain I've never felt hurt like this before The darkness has covered me from inside My shame no longer can I ignore Yes, it's time I realize Jesus is Lord Lord, Lord come be my friend please Lord forgive me wash away my sins I surrender my life is yours Jesus is Lord Lord, Lord, hear my song. I pray, Lord, keep me strong. I know now I was wrong. In my heart, that's where you belong. The darkness has covered me from inside. My shame no longer can I ignore Yes, it's time I realize Jesus is Lord Lord, Lord, come be my friend Please, Lord, forgive me Wash away my sins I surrender, my life is yours, Jesus is Lord. Lord, Lord, come be my friend, please Lord forgive me, wash away my sins, I surrender, my life is yours. Are you away from God? Would you like to get closer to God than you've ever been? It's as simple as saying a little prayer, asking Jesus Christ to come into your heart, asking Jesus Christ to fire you back up like you was when you first got saved. Whatever the situation is with you right now, we want to pray with you. All you got to do is pray a simple little prayer. It can be as simple as, Lord Jesus, Forgive me for my sins. Lord, I want to do more. I want to be everything that you've called me to be. Take out my stony heart and give me a brand new heart. I will live for you from this day forward. 
In Jesus' name. Faced a mountain that I never faced before. That's why I'm calling on you, Lord. I know it's been a while, but Lord, please hear my prayer. I need you like I never had before. Sometimes it takes a mountain. Sometimes a trouble seems. Sometimes it takes a desert to get a hold of me. Your love is so much stronger. Then whatever troubles me Sometimes it takes a mountain To trust you and believe Forgive me, Jesus Thought I could control Whatever life would throw my way But this I will admit Has brought me to my knees Oh, and I, I'm not ashamed To say that sometimes it takes a mountain Sometimes a troubled sea Sometimes it takes a desert To get a
roads of life Lost without hope Eighteen wheels of lonesome At the end of the road In my hand was a track The preacher had read His words still echoing In the back of my head I felt so ashamed Hey drivers, we appreciate you letting us ride along with you in the cab. And you can contact us at 618-383-2107 or you can log on to our website at lonesomeroad.org and check us out on the web. You can listen to all of our radio programs on our website on our broadcast from the past page. So check it out. And if you ask Jesus Christ into your heart, then give us a call and let us know. Broken hearted and lonesome, so long I've been lost. I left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree. some road and I shared the good news wherever I go yes there's been a change I'm not the man I used to be and I tell everybody what's happened to me how I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past but I called his name this chance could it be my last then i saw jesus hanging on that tree and i lifted up my heart from down on my knees today i met jesus at the foot of the cross broken hearted and lonesome so long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken-hearted and lonesome So long I'd been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree